Oh my god, we did it. Finally, we sat down and started recording a podcast. Jesus, it's been a long time coming. Well, <laughs> yes, pinch yourself, because we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to the grand reopening of the Points of View podcast. Uh, steady those scissors, logs loyalists, we've got a much overdue ribbon to snip. This is the Lager Logs Points of View with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom, he's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello. Guys, oh. we're back. Finally. We know yes. there's been a little Tom and Stu-shaped hole in your hearts. and Not to worry. We're going to fill it tonight alongside our bellies, beer glasses, and signing off forms. But seriously, about that heart thing, if the cavity does resemble any other specific people or persons, please, guys, get, get that checked out. Because it could be a serious medical condition and not a trivial matter to be overlooked. Stu, how are you, buddy? Good. I'm yeah. I'm so glad that we're recording. I've got like yep. just this big bulging blue Ooh. balls with Ooh. a lack of podcasting. Wow. You're uh you you're a bit keen this evening. Uh <laughs> I'm really I'm right. first. <laughs> okay. Silent Mr. Food. <laughs> it's been uh it's been a long three months. You might be a bit rusty, but uh we'll get you fully lubed up in time for the first segment uh really happy to be back it took a while to get the season off the ground just as a little bit of behind the scenes a couple of beer related setbacks real heartbreaking stuff which i'm sure we'll get into at some point or maybe just save that for therapy uh so just to fill people in we're doing something a little bit different this season we've got a brilliant lineup on the way of special episodes covering select brewers breweries brookside and tonight, Jimmy Corkhill. And tonight, <laughs> under the patio. And tonight, wait a minute, choice... is that Sinbad at the door? <laughs> Isn't that EastEnders? Uh, tonight's choice is <laughs> we'll, co- we'll cover that later. Uh, tonight's choice is famed Scottish brewers McCunes, who we covered all the way back in episode seven of our second season, and we're both. Very excited to cover them again, as our coverage will be including one of our favourite, well, our joint favourite, Brewskies and Sleeping Aids champion, <laughs> along with one of their new exciting releases, Headspace. Not Thirsty Ferret. Okay, Asda. Controversial. Getting triggered already, dude. Right, let's pull the pin on this bad boy. Our first beer of this evening will be, surprisingly, um, the weaker of our two beers this evening and that is headspace there we go look at that look how moist that is that's it's been uh, waiting man that's a beautiful sight to behold okay so shoot for the first time this season let's crack it open bud now this is gonna be con- i'm introducing a new character to our okay, podcast and universe this is a gift from many years ago well, it looks like a little plastic doll to you. I'm speechless. Yeah. Why has she only got one arm? I used her too vigorously one day. Ah, okay. But She's still got one arm left. There's though. a She's bonus. Still... There's a point why I'm holding this little okay. plastic doll. Okay, there is. Like an arse. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been waiting to, to bust that one off? Honestly, dude. Please, if you're listening to that the audio open. version of the podcast, I'll put this bit on Instagram so you could see that I'm not just some weird pervert. <laughs> or am I? 
people know already you're a weird poet, too, honestly. We don't need proof. We do not need the proof. Wow. Impressive. Just like that. Very impressive. Buddy, let's do it, man. Cheers. Oh, no, I'm going to pour it. Oh, man, come on. This always happens. Right, Here I am. Go- raring to go. That scotch whiskey. He delays it with the pouring. Nose. You can smell it, man, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely got a really nice kick to it in terms of uh, odour. You look very sophisticated over there, but the way you're holding that glass. <laughs> Wait till I put my, my silly straw in. Yeah, just, <laughs> just make sure you don't spit it out, man. Don't get confused. This one goes, you know, down in mm. here. Insert beer here. Insert beer here. All right. Okay. Will Cheers. do. Cheers, mate. That's very smooth. It's very smooth. I think it's a bit more smoother than you would think going into mm-hmm. it. It being yeah. a Scotch whiskey beer. I think that's the impression. I've only had it like once before, and that was the impression I think I got last time that it was very light for a, for a whiskey beer. What mm-hmm. do you think? No, oh, it was actually really good. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of it as like a, like a caramel taste. but Yeah. Yeah. It's got a... Uh... Yeah, got the kind of butterscotch, kind of very light toffee. Yeah, uh, flavor to it. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. So yeah, this is Headspace from McCune's, a legendary Scottish brewery, standing at a filthy five point eight percent. I want to say that this is a fairly newish release. Um, I only had it for the first time earlier this year, if I remember, and was really excited at the proposition of a whiskey beer. Uh, and yeah, I, I kind of feel the same uh, now as I do back then. But while I get my thoughts together, um, I'm going to tell the tell the lovely people out there a bit about McCune's. Um, so McCune's was originally brewed by William McCune's Fountain Brewery, where Fountain Brewery in Fountain Bridge. Talking about Rusty, geez, Edinburgh, <laughs> on a loaner of two grand from his mother and uncle. The area and the brewery are named after the spring waters from the vicinity. And McEwen chose the location after engaging in industrial espionage at Bass and Allsop's breweries in order to learn techniques and work out costs. Um, when the company was registered in 1889, uh, as McEwen's was whizzing off the parliament to trade beer for politics, it was at that time the largest brewery in the United Kingdom under a single owner and was producing 2 million barrels of beer a year, mostly export, which was its bread and butter in the early years. So, right, let's put a bookmark in that history book for the time being, so, as Stu... Do you think William McEwen is like one of the three musketeers that we see here? I don't think he is. I think that, if I remember, is based off a famous painting, and I can't remember what's the, what the painting's called now. He's definitely been updated over the years. <laughs> he looks a bit more jollier than he used to, but yeah, if I remember, it's based off a painting, and I can't remember the name of it, but Wikipedia will give you that answer. I'm just too busy right now, Stu. But you know, thank you, for, thank you for asking that question. Appreciate Man, that. It's been answered. Um, put it down. Thanks for the apple, though, babe. 
really, really appreciate that. Um, but Stu, yes, look, I'm dying to catch up with you and your last beers. What? Woo! Come on. Here we so go. Long. Fill me in, man. All right. Well, um, I've I've been working my way through the beer fifty two boxes. Um, so I'm not going to talk about that. I grabbed a big old tin of pale ale from Asda's last week. It was uh, from Bad Company, and it was called Off Tempo mm. Cloudy Pale Ale. Cloudy Pale Ale. Interesting. Yeah, it was one of the bigger tins, like the 440 mil. Um, I think it was like 6.1%. Nice. But, Very nice. Yeah, it, it, it done the trick poured into my little san miguel similar it was it was a heavy drink mm. you know it was thick cloudy definitely had a strong like fruity flavor to it but it just felt like like a heavy drink you know how when you have your stout guinness is far heavier than yeah. some other stouts which are quite light yeah. this kind of felt like i was drinking a really heavy Almost like a syrupy pale ale. Interesting. Very mm. interesting. Was that to do with the kind of the uh, the cloudiness of it? Was it a bit like could be thicker so, than, than yeah, your, more full bodied? Your average pale ale. Interesting, man. Very, very interesting. Because you don't only really get like a lot of. Was it like um almost like a hazy kind of hazy Jane kind of thing? IPA kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, you could probably class it, it alongside or, that. Mm, interesting man mm-hmm. very very interesting like fruity vibes or yes definitely like a like a real kind of like a more sour fruity taste to it and i'm not sure if that was just due to like the 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 alcohol content being that bit higher like 6.1 percent that's really interesting that's really interesting so, sounds good man sounds good yeah definitely I'd recommend it, but it was one of those ones where I knew I was drinking more beer than usual because obviously I'm always used to having those three thirty tins, mm. smaller tins, and knocking them back quite quickly. Whereas when I'm drinking this one, I was like, "Man, I'm not done this yet," and it's, it's not one I could really gulp down. Like you have to take your time and drink this beer. Yeah, savor it, savor the flavor. Yeah, nice one, man. That sounds lovely. What about yourself? Um, so yeah, I've had, I've had, I've had quite a few. Lo and behold, I finally had a Brewdog beer, oh. which was not fancy, not some strange hybrid style. Didn't have a tiny umbrella in it. Uh, it was Dogma Scotch Ale. And, Dogma uh, Scotch Ale? Yeah, man, this was fantastic. It, it's not something I've ever known them to do, you know, more concentrating on their... IPAs and their, Aye. you know, strange fruity yeah. stouts and things exactly. of that nature. But yeah, it's like seven point four percent, three or four percent, and it's it's it was beautiful. It had like a sweetness, kind of like a like a toffee flavor to it without being too sweet. Um, mm-hmm. And it packed like a real kick, had a real weight to the taste. It was it was right. lovely. Recommended. See what percent it was. Yeah, seven seven point three or seven point four around there, but uh, really, really, really nice man. And um, yeah, I can definitely recommend that 
without kind of hesitation. If you're looking for something that's a bit more classic rather than maybe a bit more crafty from yeah Brewdog, I definitely recommend it. Um, Was this like one of their hybrid drinks? You know how they sometimes have crossovers with like cloud. No, man. Yeah, no, I, I thought it might be like a, a guest kind of. Uh, I had it obviously in Brewdog, and I thought it was kind of a bit of a. Uh, it might have been sorry, like a guest style, but no, it's one of their own, and um, I think it's it's readily available kind of on their website. Uh, last time I checked, so yeah, recommendation. Ah, so how did you have it? Was it like a can? Was it draft? No, it was on. Uh, yeah, well, it was it was on draft there. Um, well, on pump at at Brewdog, so uh, had it there, and it was sorry. Did yeah, you just fantastic. say blonde pump? I said on pump. All oh, right, I was like, it's a strange way to describe. Anyway, that was, no, it was, yeah. uh, it was it was a brunette that served me. Good, nice save. Um, so <laughs> that was yeah, that was fantastic. Recommended. Um, and next up, I had Birmingham Breweries, Bitter Brummy, some right. local brewskis. I like tried a nickname now, man. I tried. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not bitter at all. Um, you said better, not I tried. Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I tried a bunch of their cans. I think like last year, like a bunch of, and I and I, I just have happened to stumble across this one on cask at a, a local watering hole last weekend. I thought I'd give it another go. It's a triple hopped bitter, so it's like a Ooh. hybrid style. It's got the full bodied. Yeah, yeah. What's as that the kids say. Oh, as the kids, ah, I thought that was kind of a, a youth youth saying that you'd brought in there. Really, way to kind of bring down our demographic, our age. Oh yeah, I forget our, our younger audience can drink. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's 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 got like a full bodied kind of maltiness to it, but then a really fruity floral aftertaste. It, it was like a strange mixture, but it was nice to try it again. Support your local breweries, but yeah, yeah just just not really my thing. But an interesting blend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sounds experimental. Triple yeah, definitely, man, definitely. It was it's interesting, so I recommend it if you're looking for something a bit different. Yeah, try it out, dude. Try it out. Um, and then lastly, on the weekend, I had Shepherd's Neem and Shepherd Neem in sixteen ninety eight. All right, a, a Kentish strong ale. Oh, these I've guys. Kentish, I've seen the, that style around, but yeah. for some reason, a Kentish strong ale does not sound appealing to me. It's it's um, it's a bit of a, a specific one, I think, or a bit of a specific taste to it. Because I remember having the these guys double stout, which I think I acquired from Adel Adel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Little Aldi, like last year or the year before, which I really dug. But mm-hmm. this is their kind of—it's it's a strong ale, but it hit me more. It, it, it struck me more of as an old ale because it had like an aged taste to it. It was like ah. a, a touch of licorice, but a, a right. very light back end. Kind of disappeared a little bit. Would you say like close, like old peculiar? Similar, very similar, but a bit lighter in taste like there was kind of almost mm-hmm. zero back into it it was fine like it was fine not not bad at all not the best strong ale um mm-hmm. i've had but yeah an interesting take on it so uh yeah it was nice to try something a bit different but that was about it 
for my yes, last beers watched. Have you got anything else that you'd like to bring to the table? Um, I think the, the, the last thing I had out of the Beer 52 box was Karaoke Tears. And mm. that was a, a hazy IPA, but it, it was like a mild letdown. It was mm. like, yeah, it was fine, but I, I never got any sort of fruity notes that I really was wanting out of it. It was just kind of just really hoppy. Mm. So, nothing to write home about, but it's kind of what you expect when you get like a beer 52 is a box of mystery beer not all pick of them are going to be winners yeah yeah definitely pick a mix but uh, you know even the bad ones at least you can say you know you can tick it off the list if it's a, if exactly. it's a new style that you never tried so um definitely awesome man seems like a really nice mixture you've had yourself but um what do you think about this beer then dude as it, as it striking quite, i'm getting a lot a lot more nice. sweetness now now that yeah. i'm kind of kind of I don't know. Now that I've drunk more, I'm kind of getting a, a lot more sweetness to it now uh, compared yeah. to my initial taste. I'm just surprised at how light it is. Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, as I say, you expect something a bit more, a bit more of a bite to it, but oh, it is would... it is quite light. It's got a very, it's like almost like a hint of whiskey, like a very faint, sense of uh, of whiskey to it but yeah nothing nothing too powerful but it's yeah. nice very smooth doesn't really That's taste like a 5.8% to <laughs> me but maybe I'll be on the floor once it's finished so we'll see <laughs> that, that's it maybe by the end <laughs> when you finish this bottle you have a nice little buzz on but yeah man better continue this podcast before uh from KO'd so let's jump on to our second beer of this evening um an old friend if you will which i'll happily drink with an old friend this evening i mean we've only known each other a year or so but he is getting on a bit it's the mighty champion Woo! there we go let's uh crack this bad boy open the gold medal winner of the International Brewing Awards 2019. How about that? That's like the Oscars of brewskis. Nice smell. Mm-hmm. You can smell that, man. Like that kind of. Nothing. I get that, like that, that kind of licoricey kind of nuttiness straight away. Have you got COVID? I was about to say, I feel like you, Ralph Wiggum trying to play okay. the recorder. Did you test before we recorded? I better, better check the old taste buds. Yeah, man. There we go. Look at Look that. At Look at that, just buddy. It's just, dark. honestly, man, pure syrup. Lovely stuff. Beautiful. Jeez, oh. Sure, you, you remember this is, not, this is not a video podcast, yeah? Just wanted to remind you i'm sorry i'm just getting lost just... in the beer <laughs> it's just it's just take it in buddy breathe it in i'm wiping just... tears away honestly soak it up oh, buddy. i've been waiting to log lager for so long <laughs> <laughs> i've got such a backlog honestly <laughs> but I'll tell you that cheers man 
Cheers. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's one of them. If you have two or three, you definitely know you'll be hitting the Gaviscon. Oh, like, yeah. 100%. Ah, you're man. Fucked. Otherwise, you're not sleeping. Like, 100%. It's gorgeous. I realized I was going to do my best this season not to swear. Why? Uh, I don't oh, know. The whole kids just, thing. Oh, I remember the, the demographic. The, the professionalism, but oh, just that that professionalism. You and me, wow, gorgeous man. Like yeah, like just really dark, syrupy, licorice uh, flavor to it, like biscuity flavor to it. Just just crazy mm-hmm. levels of uh, maltiness. Just just gorgeous man. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, so yeah, here we have. Old favourite champion, another Scott Shale, standing at a severe 7.3%. Dancing uh, with the devil the pale oh, moonlight now. Man, you know it, dude. Um, to jump back into the back history of uh, McEwen's a little bit. In 1970... <laughs> never gets any easier. In 1973, <laughs> their recently rebuilt Fountain Brewery pioneered the use of computer control for the entire brewing process. And come 1975, they were the best-selling can beer in the UK. In the 80s... now brewed by Terminators. uh, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Ready to take over the world, dude. Uh, Yeah, come 1975, they were the best-selling can beer in the UK. In the 80s, they began their foray into football sponsorship, which... Most notably, uh, saw them sponsor Rangers, which lasted all the way up till 1999. And it was during the 80s that also saw the launch of their Alive and Kicking campaign, which offered some of the most zaniest and well-produced TV ads of the time. There's a bunch on YouTube, and I wholeheartedly recommend checking them out as they're uh, brilliant. Um, Alongside their Scottish Owl, which is readily available at home, uh, which is readily available to home drinkers, sorry, I should say. It's mm-hmm. one that we covered last season. Uh, most of their output, including their original 60, 70, and 80 shilling ales, their lager, and their best scotch, which is a bit confusingly titled as it's their mild bitter hybrid. I've always wanted to have a go on. Uh, they're only uh, they're all draft only, unfortunately. So yeah, uh, if you don't have them in an, in a in a local, you shit out of luck, sadly. But yeah, great kind of catalog of beers and and still putting old styles and in, into pubs. Some kind of historical brewskis, kind of still putting them on on draft for people to enjoy, which is awesome. Um, okay, it's at time of the evening where we leave a segment of the show in our dear listeners' hands. Shit. It's <laughs> listeners' questions. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Right. Michael John Cam 95 or at sunshine <laughs> underscore butterfly 2021 asks, what percentage of liquid... So you think we drink a year that's beer? Stu. So, um, <laughs> Stu, thanks. Please, please step up. Please. Uh, thank you to. Please. For for sending us this question. Um, <laughs> were they were they addressing us? Like, what is your liquid intake? Um, uh, to me, 
try to get about nine to ten pints of water a day. You know, keep your cleans. Keep, keep yourself cleansed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You lose a lot in sweat. Obviously, I'm quite obese at the moment after lockdown. I'm still working on it, John. I'm still working to get rid of that weight. A lot of sweat. So but ten pints. You walk those streets. Day. I do. You wear it well. I, the the chub or the water. <laughs> Well, I, I can only see you for the top up, but I can't even tell if you're sporting a chub or not. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> what, I, I really appreciate that. I don't want you to see my chub. I appreciate you saying that, though. I try hard to conceal my chub. Just when I said chub or not, mm. I had the image of Vinnie Jones as the juggernaut in my head. <laughs> the chubbernaut. <laughs> what? What? That is a horrible way to porn parody. Geez. I was not you're expecting on... to say those words tonight. Wow. Been on an X Men kick recently, have you, bud? Hashtag Chubbernaut. Wow, kind of very strange dreams this uh, this young man is having. Damn, um, you are a champion. <laughs> but what, let, let what does that mean? Back in. I usually <laughs> tell Tom, stop going off on these crazy, yeah. silly little tangents. I have to steer the ship back, and I have to do it to myself. This is what happens when you feed me a champion. Oh, Jesus Christ. So. I looked at my daily intake of liquid. Did the research. And it's just, I, mean, I can break it down into four, you know, in the morning. It's a coffee. Okay. And about lunchtime, I'm scorched. So it's an iron brew. Um, okay. Maybe after my dinner in the evening, a glass of milk. Do and you? Then when the kids are settled and it's time to put something on Netflix, chill on the couch. Mm. If I really want to chill, it's a bottle of beer. Yeah. If I'm behaving, there's a cup of tea. Cup of tea. Gotta be done. Has to be so, done. That is kind of the blueprint, the pattern of what I'm my daily intake. So it just times that by three, six, five, and it's just probably just an even twenty five percent across the board. So twenty five percent is beer. Yeah. Like twenty five percent coffee, iron brew. Sometimes that's switched up with water when I'm thinking, mm. man, I am kind of getting man tits let's yeah let's haul it back in i, I did see them earlier Fighting i was gonna say something days. but i thought i didn't want to kind of knock down your confidence with the show but i thought it'd be a show thing to discuss. a couple of them are looking a little bit strange it's amazing it's gorgeous but i'm drinking beer so i don't i don't care while i like your answer i'm just confused about whether do they want it in metric units or imperial measures or imperial leathers I know, it, tell me. So I'd say about ninety-four bottles drunk of shower year? gel a year. You've been drinking shower gel? No, I mean not bottles worth of shower gel. I would say. All oh, right, I was going to say if it's redox, I'd, I'd understand because the tangerine smells quite nice. Yeah, is that the one that makes if you put it on your testicles, it gives it a little little tingle? No, that's mint. You know crazy I mean? bastard! Oh, is that the mint one? Ah, what again? I don't really, <laughs> I don't really mess around with the fruit. To be honest, I'm normally more of a kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, like oh, you're like a like a links black like a, guy, aren't you? No, no, I'm more like kind of a what would you call it? Like a butter buttercream, and and uh, nice dreams. You, you know, know, kind of kind of guy. Five was not um, expecting this <laughs> much of a complex answer. Between coconut, coconut, men with jobs 
and what we like to wash ourselves Coconut with. milk and he Smarties. He just wants to know what the fuck you're drinking this year. Ah, mm. swore! Jesus. You should have like, told me about this mandate before we started like recording. The swear jar now. <laughs> uh, it all goes towards beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> to summarise, we drink a lot of beer in a year. I would say 99.9% of it is beer related. Yes. In terms of our average liquid input, liquid output. Jeez, that could be anything. Mm-hmm. Those are numbers that I don't really want to get into. They're figures that we should just leave, leave, leave alone this evening. Yeah, I mean, if I'm drinking Iron Brew coffee and beer, you can mm. imagine the colour yeah. that's coming out. Yeah, that's not going to be good. That's not going to be good for, for you, for anyone really, anyone in your household. Not so, good. Tom, do we have another question? We have another question, and this is from uh, Smooth Operators, guys. Oh. Great name. Fantastic. Well done. Um, what is the highest percentage you could tackle when it comes to beer? So. I'm just going to hold this bottle that says 7.3. <laughs> Ask me. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was having a little think about it myself, and I was thinking kind of what is the strongest beer I've ever had, and it's got to be Super Kestrel. That's like right? 9%. Ooh. I can't think of anything else higher than that. I mean... Wait, what I, was the I, barley wine again? Yeah, the barley wine was like seven and a half, seven point five 7.5 or so. Special brew is about 7.5 as well. As much as I love special brew, I can only do about 2.5 cans. Yeah. Otherwise, I've got the headache from hell the uh, the next day. So I don't mind. I can I can tackle the high percentages. It's just... Session in the high percentages is yes. always always a very That's... very bad idea, man. But some of these brewskis like right? some of these dark Belgian owls go up to about ten percent. And man, like the box, the German box, like they go up to about twenty percent, dude. Mm-hmm. It's madness. It's insanity. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of that like, wild beer company. They were doing man. big bottles with high percentages on them. And I think it was just described as wild beer. And then uh, Vault City Brewing seemed to go quite high up with their fruity sours. Mm. But to me, I think the time that I had a high percentage beer and felt it was Broughton Ale's uh, double IPA. Ooh. That was like Ooh. a 7.5. And it ah. was just, remember having a slug of that and I thought, whoa. Hello, darkness, <laughs> my old friend. <laughs> you got to slow it down a little bit, man. <laughs> first, well, that's how light I am. <laughs> and to be honest, I, I could experiment. We all, we're only here once. I could probably push it to 10%. Definitely, man. I think if, 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 those, you know, first couple of, if those first couple of sips hit you, though, you know, quite bad, you know, it's... It's game over, to be honest. Pass it on to your pal. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, and but those beers, I mean, they're less deadly because at least you know what you're kind of messing with. If you, it's the ones that you taste and it doesn't really hit you if they're quite light, but they've got a strong percentage. You don't really feel it until you kind of a bottle or two down, and you're like, shit, you know, I'm mm. battered. Like it's, 
at least with the the higher percentages, you know what you're kind of getting into. But I think once you get you know past ten, you're getting into that kind of wine territory, really, and. and you got to kind of lay off the points, to, <laughs> to be honest. As you say, thimble size, I think, is well, is the way to go. Speaking of that, Brewdog put out a 57% beer. I remember you telling me about this, man. Either yeah. earlier this year, actually it might have been last year, called Strength in Numbers. Mm. And oh, it was like 20, <laughs> is it £28 for a 40 milliliter bottle, so a miniature and there's like a little sling top bottle, 40 milliliter, 29 pounds, but I mean, 57%. Brewdog, look, if you're not busy mistreating your staff, send us one out, man. Do you know what I mean? Get it on, get it on the list, the to-do list. Send one out to your boys. We'll review it. You know, you know we will. You know you will. Stu. You know you will, bud. Come on, let's do it. Shout out. So, is I hope that's treat your uh, staff better. I well, I hope that's answered. <laughs> Hashtag treat your staff better. I hope that's answered your question, guys. Thank you to yeah, Michael John Kerm, ninety five or Sunshine Butterfly twenty twenty one, and right. Smooth Operators, exquisite. Thank you. Cheers, um, Stu. It may be a little like. Comparing apples and oranges, but what's your ranking of McEwen's catalogs so far? So these two and the Scottish Ale we did last season. And anything else if you have tried that? I don't I don't know whether you I have. I don't think I have, no. no. Um I'll probably go. Oh, it's difficult. I feel like maybe Scottish Ale Headspace Champion. What? The Scotch Ale, yeah, the, the one champion or the Headspace? Oh, the the oh, the Scot- Yeah, sorry, man, the Scottish Ale. Scottish Ale. Apologies. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man, no, it's it's, it's confusing. Honestly, it's it's only an issue away from being something else. All right. Uh, so, well, what did you say? Sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Scottish Ale. Scottish Ale. Headspace champion. Is that upward? Is that one to three? Or is that three to one? Ah, right, these two are shy. I prefer the other one. No. <laughs> <laughs> is that is Champ, so this... com- I do quite enjoy this. Like I, I've only had this beer champion once before, and that was on oh, the uh, podcast. films and swearing. <laughs> I was doing a podcast. Me and Magic Mike Christie were discussing Michael Bay's The Rock, mm. and I decided mm. just to sink a, a like a tumbler of champion as we were reviewing it. And I did not pay attention to like that the alcohol like the volume. <laughs> and by the time I'd finished the bottle, I was just like in character, Sean Connery, like, just big Sean. Yeah, Welcome Scotch to the rock. <laughs> just he'll do things to you, dude. He'll do Aye, things to you. I was transported to land far, far away, <laughs> fucking Alcatraz. But geez, oh, fucking Rocket Man, the lot. <laughs> it was. I would just like just like talking to Mike. He's like, wait a minute, I know this isn't a beer podcast, but they weren't fucking joking when they said premium beer. It's fucking a, hell. It just kinda somehow evolves into a beer podcast. You're talking about champion, how much you enjoy it for yeah. the next half an hour. Guys, like go check that out. Go and check. Oh, I swore. 
go and check that out. And uh, you've got a little kind of behind-the-scenes info there on the podcast. Go and check it out with this information now it's in the back of your mind. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think that, I mean, it's kind of like, as I say, yeah, it's in its own league, the Scottish Yard, so it's very light. Um, so I'd probably include that in maybe like a list of like my kind of bitters rather than compare it with these two because these are very different types of beer and mm. and, and in my other kind of like my bitter kind of table that that falls quite high it's it's, it's lovely really nice like session kind of kind of bitter yeah. i would say um but yeah champion takes the lead for me it's just just fantastic lovely brewski headspace kind of disappointing you know i felt i felt yeah. Kind of that way. The first time I had it, I kind of feel you're expecting. Yeah, I, f- I feel similar now. Like being being a big whiskey fan, uh, as well mm. as a beer fan. Um, the comparing, the comparing, the combining of the two, I thought would be a bit more kind of. I don't know. We would produce a, a bit more of a better beer, but it's fine. It almost tastes to me like a, a diet champion. Right. Is that fair? Like kind of similar. Maybe. Taste profile, but very light. Kind of headspace is, is a lot more fruitful though. Like mm. straight away, I got notes when I opened the bottle. Yeah, and then by the time I opened Champion, I clearly had COVID and smelled nothing. <laughs> yeah, the headspace maybe got a bit more like a, a raisiny kind of thing, fruity thing going on, possibly. Poss- yeah, possibly. Whereas the champion's just obviously hitting you with the, the kind of licorice and the, 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 mm-hmm. the very uh, the very indulgent maltiness, possibly. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, they're kind of different beasts, I suppose, but that's how I would um, compare them. But yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Stu. I am too. Your time here, just you know, Having a having a having a gay old time. What else can we have? As per usual. <laughs> so, <laughs> that our, our, uh, yeah, that's our season opener in the bag. Everyone can exhale an audible sigh of relief. No, the next few months are not going to be as bleak and as miserable as you thought. The logs are back to put a mile on your waist. That play-at-home beer consumption really packs on the pounds, right? Um, it's at the Lager Logs for our social media. A lot of exciting things going down on there since last season closed. A little bit of extra airtime for all the weird and wonderful things we've been putting into our body the past few months. And that will continue on, don't you worry. Shoot anything in particular you'd like to highlight or low light? I'd like to highlight because now we're in October that if you have a look at our Twitter, we should be promoting our October hosting fee bundle. Yep. I don't want to use the term hum- humble bundle because that's clearly someone else's uh, racket. But I've been like a squirrel savoring all these little uh, nuts. Like from the edit, ed- all these conversations that ended up on the the, the shopping room floor. Um, but I, I looked yeah. at it. I've got a zip file that has five hours worth of additional content from podcasts I've been doing this year. So whether it's swearing or the lager logs. So there's videos of me and Tom uh, unpacking beer and discussing it. 
so much content. So much content. There's me and Tom doing drunken introductions to yes. films and swearing extras. Don't forget the outros. Drunken intros and outros, guys. And outros. I mean, worth your done, money. there's like a 90-minute podcast on Scream. Like, there's already one on films and swearing, but there's 90 minutes worth of additional conversation on the first Scream movie. And then it's got me and Tom talking at the top and the tail of the podcast. So that is getting put all in a neat little zip file, being thrown online for the users to enjoy, for the listeners. Um, so this is just a chance for them to send us a donation because October is the hosting fee month. We have to drop that big old hundred dollars to keep our, I guess, host uh, uh, our site afloat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> keep us active. You know how many websites are hanging off of this. We've got films and swearing, lager yeah. logs, all hanging on the back of podcast on fire. We're like ticks clinging on. Yes, so definitely. <laughs> this is the only time of the year that will ask, hey, if you really enjoy the podcast and you want to show your appreciation and like send us some money, like a tip, like even like if it's enough for a coffee, uh, we will have like a PayPal link on Twitter. And if you do that, obviously I will receive notification of it and I will send you a Dropbox link on your email address. And you'll get over five hours worth of content, which I'm still adding stuff to. I've got like another oh, video yeah. and another uh, conversation with Tom to throw into this mix. So it might be over six hours worth of content by this point. And Christ, if you chip in a few quid and you get six hours worth of content at the end of it, quid's in. Jesus. Hell yeah. Come on. It's, it's, it's a win-win situation, guys. You get the bonus stuff. We get to keep the website alive for another year mm-hmm. and continue to do the show. So, uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate it. And I think by the time this is out, it's going to be out, Stu. Yes, it will be. Yeah. So, uh, guys, yeah, get on that. It's going to be some fantastic stuff, some great deleted scenes. It's going to make everything all the episodes just make sense. Do you know what I mean? So when mm. people, br- someone brings out the director's cut, you're like, do you know what? I've got a, a new appreciation of that film. That's how it is with us. A new appreciation of the show. I would mm. say personally, I think it's life-changing personally. I think if you don't get this, then it, it's just not worth living anymore. I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. I would. Maybe. Uh, probably can't be friends. <laughs> Let's say that. We're not going to be friends. So, guys, if you want to keep us as friends, please. <laughs> <laughs> Have, a look, Have, Have a, a look at that. Have a look at that. There you go. Get on that, lads. Uh, so, and lad S's. Ladies. Next week, it's our Oktoberfest special. Yes, we'll be covering a couple of releases from German Brewers uh, Waldhus. What it's spelled Waldhouse, guys. Um, check that out. Those will be um, their Diplom Pills Lager and their Summer Beer. Available at all good craft beer merchants. Your week to acquire, uh, acquire the Brewski starts now. Thank you, guys, once again for coming to watch our 100 Malta Dash. We hope to have pleaser judges. In a perfect world, we'd like to see more Tens and Dudley Moore. Uh... See you in a week. Bon voyage, booze hounds. Say goodbye, Stu. 
Uproost! Um, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I've drank the wagon, Tom delivered the logs for my ad, Boo and Hound. Woo!